so in order to progress, you've got to break that false belief, but you can't just break it, you've got to replace it. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ podcast. Now, let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. I can't believe you're on our date. I had a perfect restaurant I wanted to go to. I was really excited. <laughs> I did not ruin our day and you did not have restaurant well, planned I, at m- all. Maybe I did. <laughs> no, you did not. We're even close. All I know is we're supposed listen, to go on a date and listen. when you tell me, oh, um, oops, I ate all my calories already for today. Listen, <laughs> like, what? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Burn, however many calories you need. Sometimes a girl wants to lose a few pounds to look a little extra nice on the beach. Well, and sometimes, sometimes that girl might eat all of her calories for the day by 2 p.m. Oh, I'm glad that you've saved 800 for tonight. I have. That's good. I've That's a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Hey, we still had an awesome date. Today is a very special episode. We're bringing you a special episode. Is that because of our awesome date last night? Yes. Okay, good. No, we're not talking about the date anymore. I'm a little anxious, though. I'm not going to lie. You are a little anxious. A little you're acting anxious. a little funny. <laughs> oh, come on. And you're... Well, this is something I've wanted to kind of talk about for a while, but I've kind of gone back and forth on it. I haven't been sure, but then didn't know how to like talk about it either. And the truth is, it it's because it's become part of my identity. Like, in a big, like, big way. In a big way. How do you explain your identity in life in one podcast? Oh, like, even I'm like, <laughs> even like, kind of a little panic attack, just like even thinking about it. Um, it's crazy. And, and that's kind of what we want to talk about today is identity and how we create these identities and false belief patterns or belief patterns that sometimes serve us to a certain point and get us to a certain place. But sometimes it's that exact thing, mm-hmm. that exact identity that we've created, those exact belief patterns that we've created, that if we want to get to the next level or serve more people in a diff- better way, that we have to like break and change. And that's so hard because it became, it was like, They've served us I for served a certain us. amount of time, and it's really hard to let go of those. It's, oh, it's so hard, it's, scary, it's risky, so and it takes change. Do it, <laughs> and he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> you know, I remember the first time you were acting a little funny this way, and that was when we'd just gotten married, and we decided that we were going to start the satellite dish company. And that your football career wasn't going to take you to the NFL. Oh, man. <laughs> that I still have even, dreams about you it. You still do have dreams about that. <laughs> <laughs> and you decided, you know what? There's a semester left of, left of college. I think I'm going to quit. And you went and told your coach. And then once you weren't you know, going to practice 50 hours a week and not eating 10,000 calories a day, <laughs> that was crazy. It was like a part-time job just making sure you were fed. Feed those muscles. Your body started to change, and you lost, you know, how many pounds did you lose? Uh, like 30 in like a month. Yeah, like 30, 40 pounds. And so we would go around to different places, and, you know, your friends and people that you knew were like, oh, man, William's getting a little trim, or you're getting kind of small. And, <laughs> and at first, you were kind of like, Haha, you know, just kind of laugh. And then after a few of those, it kind of didn't sit well, right with you. I, I remember specifically, like, we were going to go meet, meet up with my defensive line coach, um, and I hadn't seen him in years. And I remember, like, kind of, like, being, like, super anxious and, and kind of panicking. Like, oh, my gosh, like... This is your high school coach? Yeah. Yeah. It was this weird thing. I was like, what the heck is wrong with me? And I'm like, I knew why. It was kind of subconscious. It's something like, I didn't want to talk about. Cause it's, like, it's weird to talk about. Like, why would I care? Who cares, right? Yeah. But that was my identity when I was in high school. Like, I was this 
big, big guy, and they call me the Hulk, and it's like, what's he going to call me now? Like, like I'm, who am I now? I'm like, yeah, like... And so it was interesting to watch you go through this, because, you know, there's one time we were going to go to church, and you're at your parents' home, and so is all the people you've been growing up with, and you were kind of freaking out a little bit. And I was like, what is the deal? Like, he's in great shape, he's trim. Sure, maybe he doesn't have 50 additional massive pounds of muscle, and maybe he's not getting checked out by so many guys <laughs> when we go and on girls. dates. girls, ah, just kidding. <laughs> it was funny, we go on a date, and guys would be like, whoa, that guy's dude, that guy's big. And so you kind of were freaking out a little bit. Why is that? Because I think cause it was, became my identity, kind of. Yeah. So you didn't know... You know, what are they going to think and who am I going to be anymore? And it took you a bit to let go of that identity. That's a loud siren. That is a loud oh, siren. Everyone's okay. <laughs> so anyways, he wasn't going to be going and he really didn't need to be that big, huge and massive anymore. The funny thing is like no one really cared. Nobody even cared. At all. <laughs> Once wasn't... I realized that, it felt so good, babe. You it was were like... liberated. Oh, that feels good. Like, nobody cares. I don't yeah. know if I should have felt good or not, but no one cared at all. <laughs> well, otherwise, you were like, man, I'm going to have to go work at the gym and do all this stuff for what? Well, Just I wasn't to maintain really that identity. That, but... but you know, you thought about it for a second, right? <laughs> Maybe. So, you definitely went through this identity shift. What's interesting when you get married or you live with someone or you just have someone that you watch over time? I mean, we've been married 13 years. And I have watched you change a lot. <laughs> I've changed a lot. You've changed a lot. And we've evolved a ton personally. But what's interesting is that you wouldn't necessarily think your personal identity changes would have anything to do with your business. But they have a ton yeah. to do with your business. Because every decision you make in your business really has to do with your identity. Who am I? Am I capable? Can I do this? And it's huge. And so we've noticed a pattern over the years that whenever we're stuck in our business or in our personal life, they play off of each other. And we've had to go through a lot of, of changes over the years. Well, it's crazy when we started like our satellite dish business. It was like that kind of became our identity. Like we're going to make a million dollars by something. Like like that was something we was going to do. And, and you embraced that and held on to that. And, and it was hard when we transitioned out of that. I think a lot of people think it wasn't because they hear about like the money we lost and all this stuff. But... The truth is, like, we were still making good money. We lost some money, but we were making good money. Uh-huh. But we had to, we recognized a different opportunity, and we had to take a step back and say, okay, let's break this old belief pattern and, and start a new one, which is and going to be real estate. That takes some risk. Because it's not like you go, okay, we're doing Dish Satellite, let's get into real estate, and this is exactly how it's going to happen. You don't totally know. And so yeah. you step out into this place going, okay, time to change, time to evolve. So and then we can progress. And then, um, so at the beginning, we were doing short sales and doing wholesaling, and then that industry started to change. Uh-huh. And we moved, and our cheese had moved. Yeah. And we got into doing retail, um, retail flips. And I remember that that was that was an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got into doing rental properties. You know, so we're, we're constantly changing, and then and then finally, you know. With, because we kept changing and allowing ourselves to change, um, we were able to set ourselves up in a situation where in 2011 and 2012, we were to go on and flip 60 houses and 120 houses and, and continue that, that progression. Um, and, and that was because we were willing to make those changes, right? Mm-hmm. Take those st- step back. Am I, am I making a point when I was rambling? Nope, you're making a point. Okay, is that a good point? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then the interesting thing is it's like... So it's like, okay, so, so that 
and then, oh, then we were able to get into education mm-hmm. because of that. Um, you know, first we thought, oh, we're semi-retired. Okay, good, sweet. Yeah. Well, we had this huge thing of, okay, we're going to be the people who have this house living business, and then we're going to go live on the beach, and that didn't last too long. You get bored. Like you get kind of addicted to this progression and these yes. changes <laughs> and this expansion because you can literally feel it within you, and when it's not happening. It's not as fun as not just fulfilling. being lazy. It's not yeah, fulfilling. Yeah, it was not fulfilling. Trust me. Just hanging so out at the beach is not fulfilling. Yeah, so we've constantly been evolving. That's and all we, you do. I mean, if you think about what are some of the false beliefs you had like when you first flipped your first house and as you've gone along? Oh, man. Yeah, it was, it was scary at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, you were freaking out on that first flip. You remember? Yeah, I freaked out more about that first flip than I did doing like 100 a year yeah. after that. It's kind of crazy. Um... So, yeah, I mean, false beliefs, like, and and how do I identify, like, a false belief, though? Like, how do people know if they need to have an identity shift or or have a false or change up some false beliefs? Because the truth is, like, you've got to identify what current false beliefs are not serving you any longer. You know, maybe they did serve you for a while. Maybe you set up these belief patterns that served you for a while and got you to a certain point but they will no longer continue to get you to where you need to go next. I mean, I hear people all the time say, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself because they, they've created this belief pattern based off of someone that they worked with who didn't do a good job, and so then they had to go do it. Or maybe it was their parents that instilled mm-hmm. that belief or something. So in order to change that, in order to progress, you've got to break that false belief, but you can't just break you got to replace it. False beliefs are belief. tricky because... A false belief isn't 100% false. A false belief is some truth mingled in with some non-truth. So when someone says, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself, sometimes it's true. But if that's your belief, that's not going to serve you very well. And so it's really tricky in your life going, what really is true? Or, you know, past history might tell you like, yeah, you can't do this and you have it. And you still have to forge forward going, I believe this is possible. And and blast past that stuff. So here's another false belief I thought of. When I started my education business, I had this this false belief that I could not um, charge a lot of money and and give people value. Like I, I had this false belief that people who charge a lot of money in the real estate education business are are crooks, mm-hmm. and the, the people that they get to pay that they just figure out how to get them to raise their credit card or. And it was just this crazy false belief I had that you can't really... I don't know, because I think I've... I've why was that there? Because you'd actually seen it out there. I've you'd seen experienced it, it. happen again and again and mm-hmm. again and again. And then my, my marketing coach was like, well, that's not necessarily... That's not true. Like, you can you can get value. And I'm like, well, duh. Like, I'm paying him a lot of money. <laughs> what's hilarious is we were involved in, like, three different of the same situations that were providing us huge value... And we totally believed in them. We just had a couple blocks along yeah. the way, stopping the whole thing. I think one of the keys when you have a false belief is asking why, mm-hmm. right? Like, well, why Why do I think that? So that's what I had to ask myself. Uh, because there was a lot of people in House Living Formula that were, were succeeding in a big way. And we wanted to be able to help them even more, and get to another level. Asking they were asking for it. That you could not provide. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't want to give it to them because I'm like, oh, no, I, I, I can't. I just couldn't do it. Um, so it's kind of this weird thing. And then one day it just hit me and I'm like, it's like, you know, Justin, like you are not those other people. Mm-hmm. And I, I did know a way that I could do it. I did know that we could give them value and, and have them help grow and progress if we did it the right way. If we took people who were ready for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there, there was a lot of things that I realized if we do this, 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 and this, 
then we are not being like these other guys who just take people's money and don't give them value and send them to a call center. Like, are you going to send them to a call center? No. Are you going to really help them? Yes. You know, and it's like, as I, I had to change those beliefs mm-hmm. and then see it. I almost had to like see it happen. Only, I was still nervous. Like when we first started the seven figure flipping program, mm-hmm. I had to see it happen. I see the fruits of that. Um, and it's been incredible. It has been incredible. It was so crazy to think that I had that false belief. Yeah. Can you imagine if that block would have stayed there? I mean, yeah, all the people that we've been able to help that. Yeah. It's incredible. So your sense of identity is huge in the progression and the changes that you make in your business. And, you know, when we got married, we had certain goals. And really our end goal has always been to have some flexibility, really be able to help and work with people. But I don't think we realize how much change and how many things we would be working through to to kind of get us mm-hmm. to that stage and to that next phase. It's been crazy. So here, here's So here's the thing, right? One of those things that I replaced with that that false belief of charging high, high amount of money, I'm like, well, as long as I'm flipping a lot of houses in my mind, it was like about 100 houses a year. That's mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of become part of my identity. Mm-hmm. Justin, the guy who flips 100 houses a year um, with systems, only spends a few hours a week. Like that's kind of become my thing, mm-hmm. and that is kind of part of what got me to to where I am. Right, that, that that is part of what allowed me to crush the old false belief and say, okay, as long as I'm doing this, and as long as uh, I've got this and this and this in place, then then it's okay to have this high level coaching program. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's become my identity. Yes, and there's been a lot of incredible things that that have happened recently um, in the past year or two, three, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but especially recently with our education business and with, with house flipping HQ, seven figure flipping, house flipping formula, six figure flipping acceleration program, flip hacking live is blowing up. I mean, basically sold out of tickets like mm-hmm. right away, um, like eight months in advance mm-hmm. and, and doubled the amount of people that were coming. I mean, the, the amount of people they were reaching, the amount of lives that are, that are being changed. It's, it's like, I think like I knew what could happen. I knew it was going to happen. I saw it, but to see it actually happen is it's different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then with these events, you know, like we have another another event, some fear flipping event next next week, and um, you know, there, there's a lot of people that are growing and progressing through through the house flipping HQ programs, and it's it's been really cool. It's been incredible seeing that never would have happened if I didn't break those old false beliefs. Mm-hmm. So something that we've been I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, actually for about a good year you know a lot of things have have changed and adjusted in in my business um here here's part of an announcement i've got for you guys when when kel started working for me uh just over three years ago part of our agreement was that he would work with me for three years and um then he would go kind of do his own no then he could do his own thing yeah but i didn't i assumed that that wasn't going to happen and and a couple of months ago, he he's like, "Hey, Justin, like, can I talk to you?" And I'm like, "Sure." And um, well, long story short, basically had a conversation. I've I really loved working for you. That's yeah, one of the best things I've ever done. Um, next to marrying my wife, of course. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and uh, he said, "But I think I'm ready to go off on my own." And I was like, first, I was kind of shocked. <laughs> 
but then I was really happy for him. And, uh, you know, so it's like, okay, so I'm now in this situation where I'll be honest, you know, a couple years ago, it was like, I would spend, um, you know, five hours a week on my real estate business. And, and that was kind of how I'd maintain it. And in the last couple of years, like how much do I spend on my real estate business? Yeah, not a ton. <laughs> not a ton. Probably half hour a week, maybe. So I haven't continued to like to grow it or as maintain it as much as I could have. And then with Kel quitting, um, or, or move, I shouldn't say quitting. You know, we still are yeah. close, but but with him kind of going and doing his own thing, um, it's like I'm kind of left with with a few options. You know, so the education business is growing. I see the coaches and the other team members that we brought on, and and Kyle, just all the people that are a part of that. And I'm like, okay, sorry guys, I got to go focus on um, hiring a new acquisitions manager and and building up my my sales team and, and all these things. And and it's the crazy thing is, as many times as I've kind of gone to that direction, like it just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I tried, like I, I kept You've trying. It, it, it was it was my identity. Yeah, we've gone back and forth on it a lot. Um, I mean, every time I had like a, a, a meeting with. Um, with the real estate team it's just kind of like my heart wasn't there and and I just didn't feel like it was necessarily the the, the path that I was supposed to focus on but it, but it, I but I couldn't I couldn't face that because like no that was my identity mm-hmm. just like when I realized I wasn't supposed to eat 10,000 calories anymore and <laughs> lift weights you know 12 hours a day no it wasn't that bad but um so yeah it's become this huge part of my identity uh, I'm the guy who flips 100 houses and that's what I always going to do and I was going to be and re- regardless but recently, I've come to the realization that, okay, so I asked myself why, right? Like, why do I feel that way? Why? And, I, and it was because of this belief pattern that I created that said, you can really only help people if you're doing a high volume of, of houses. But I said, okay, why do you believe that? It's number one, because how are you going to know what's going on in the market? How are you going to know, um, how are you going to be able to really teach people what's going on right now? And also, I don't know, what were some of the things, what were some of the reasons that I, that I believe that? I mean, it sounds obvious, right? It sounds like... Yeah, you just didn't want to be that, that company that nobody's doing anything. And so we've had that. We've had... That, that's part sending, of where that came from. They're sending people to this call center, these people who've never even done real estate. That was, and that and was also, we had, we had a coach that acted like he was doing a lot of business, and he hadn't done anything for six years. But he was the coach. He was the only coach. He was the only coach. So kind of what's what's happened recently is I, I didn't have a crystal ball. I didn't know, I guess even though we kind of made it happen, now the way it happened, I, I feel like it's partly, um, you know, I don't think things happen for, they happen for a reason, right? Yeah. So to have Andy McFarland, who is doing 30 transactions per month, and Bill Allen, who's doing 20, and Mike and Mike are doing 20 um, and, and all these incredible people in the seven-figure flipping group. And it's kind of like it got to a point with when I was focusing more on, on the education side and they continue to grow their businesses and other students in, in the program where some of these guys, like, they're more on the cutting edge of, of certain things than, than than even I was. And they, um, they've started... I couldn't do all the coaching on my own. Mm-hmm. So they've started to coach and take that over um, so I can continue to focus on the overall business. Because, look, just like you guys know in your business, like... There's a lot of stuff involved, right? Like, mm-hmm. we won't get into that right now. That's not the purpose of this podcast right now. But there's a lot of stuff that, that goes on that, that no one knows about, right? But it's all good. 
so I brought in these incredible coaches and it kind of evolved to where they've been doing you know, m- most of the coaching as they should because they're incredible. Like what, what they're doing is amazing. And they've literally kind of surpassed me as far as understanding. And, and this, I say this and I get like anxious and nervous. Like, no, I'm the guy. Yeah. Right. Like right. it became more, it became, I've realized it's, it's become more than uh, bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's not just about you. Um, and, and as I see, I still see a lot of people, um, sometimes I think, oh, it's awesome what we've done. But there's so many people out there that we haven't reached. So many people that I still see being taken advantage by by these companies, by, you know, people refer to them as gurus, whatever, um, who are out there and just taking advantage of these people, getting them to increase their credit card limits, give up all their retirement. People having made offers and spend $25,000, $40,000 and then, like, they can't even, don't even have the time or ability to go out and do that thing. Anyway, it's just, ugh, makes me so frustrated because they're being totally taken advantage of. And I'm like, wow, we're not reaching enough people. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I can keep focusing on get back here and get back to building up my, my real estate business again and prove that I'm the man. Or I can take a step back in that realm, rely on my coaches, continue to build up coaches, and continue to create the the best um, education platform that, that's out there by bringing people together, by bringing all these people together, by being the facilitator. So, oh, it's, just, it's still hard for me to, to even talk about, but it feels good at the same time. Yeah. Right? It just allows you to reach so many more people. I mean, we all have a certain capacity. And if you're pulled... I can do it all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't do it all. Or else you're going to be ruining all our dates. <laughs> but you have a certain capacity. And... If you're pulled into different directions, I just really feel like you won't be able to help as many people. And it's been incredible to see the progress everybody's been making in house flipping HQ and in in the different programs. Yeah, it's time. I mean, so so I guess basically I haven't said it directly, but I, oh my gosh, I can't even like say it. (laughs) I am breaking my old belief pattern and I'm I'm announcing because I believe in full transparency. Mm -hmm. My goal is to no longer be the guy who flips a hundred houses every single year? Oh my wow. gosh, I said it. <laughs> that was like really hard. It makes me want to cry. My new goal is um, to serve you guys and and to help you guys. Like how that's my new identity, if you will. How many people can I help grow their house flipping and wholesaling business? You okay? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's just been a big part of your journey, and so I know it's big for you. So, well, you have. It's not just me. It's been both of us. Oh, and I get me all emotional. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, see, this is a thing, guys. Like you have, it's like you become becomes part of your identity, right? Like for for ten years, this is what we've been doing, and we will always be involved in real estate. I mean, we'll do a lot of money lending. We've already started to do some, um, and we'll still buy houses here and there Uh, when the market goes down we'll probably buy a bunch of rentals (laughs) (laughs) Um, and what's incredible is we've really been focusing and learning a ton about marketing which we're finding has helped the students so much with sales I think we're going to continue to do some incredible things that a lot of the house flippers aren't doing they're kind of outdated and it's really been huge there, there are so many things that I want to do to help people grow their house flipping and wholesaling business that I'm not able to get into because of the other things that, that I have going on. So 
it's hard. I mean, it's hard to let go of, of something. And, and once again, it's more of a, a shift of focus as to where the focus used to be. I'm flipping a hundred houses a year, every year, um, to where my goal is to help other people. Like that, that is how, you know, there's, there's a book of scripture where, um, you know, God, not that I'm comparing myself to God, but I sound sacrilegious, but <laughs> Moses 139. He, yeah. He basically says like his work and his glory is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of men. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of my, what, what brings me satisfaction and fulfillment now? Like, I, and there's going to be a transition for me, right? Like, but after my new identity is how many people can I help and to what degree can I help them? Not just yeah. basics, but I want to help people create you know six and seven figure and eventually even eight figure businesses um not just to create it but for the people that they become on that journey because we've been through that journey and it mm-hmm. it it uh you grow and you progress a lot to get there and then also the things that they can do with that and that's another part of what we haven't mentioned when we started out our initial goal was to be able to start these charities and um recently we found maybe working with charities for a while might be better easier <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> But that's, them a, do the legwork. that's a big part of what we want to do as well in the years to come. And, and Tara has some things that she has going on that I want to continue to support her in the future. So mm-hmm. it's hard. Yeah? I mean, you, you have one life to live. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm pr- super proud of you guys. Like you're out there, you're, you're making things happen. You're going after your dreams. And there might be something that you're holding on to that you might need to let go of a little bit. Uh, a, a belief pattern that you have that you might need to let go of a little bit in order to go after that next thing. And uh, I, I'm not saying, you know, if you've never made an offer, don't know anything about real estate and don't have savings, don't go quit your job. <laughs> I had people do that in the past and may, maybe that's what you need to do. I don't know. But whatever, there's something that you're holding on to that's keeping you, that's good, that's keeping you from something that that could be even better. Yeah. And what's amazing is, you know, we're changing some things, but we are so excited about the direction that Hustle Being HQ is going and it's going to allow us to be able to do so many different things that are really exciting. And so as we talk about, you know, six, seven, eight figure businesses, we are going to be leading that charge and we have some big goals. Yeah. Yeah. What we want to do. With it's crazy. We went to that mastermind that I told you guys about and going into the mastermind meeting, our goal is to make a million dollars a month. And once again, I say a million dollars and people are like, oh, make a lot of money. It's like, you know, it's more of what you become in that journey mm-hmm. and the things that you can do and it's more the resources you have available to do things like that's what it really is well also the people like the team that you have to have to do that and the mm-hmm. people lives that affects and anyway the person you have to be to be able to do that so that might sound like a lot to some of you guys but the crazy thing is this is why it's important to surround yourself with high level thinkers leaving that meeting like now all i can think about is growing a hundred million dollar year business right which mm-hmm. which sounds crazy but one of the things that someone said to me while they're there is it's just as hard to grow a hundred thousand dollar business as is a hundred million dollar business. It's just the way you go about it is mm-hmm. different. I'm like, wow, you know, that, that was pretty powerful. So I'm like, all right, let's just. All right, let's go about it differently. So we so are. That's what we're doing. Yeah, I won't go into too much of the detail. That's not the point of the podcast, but um, that's what we're doing, and we've been doing that for the last few couple of weeks. Uh, is really focusing on that. Okay, how would we do things differently? Because we truly do. Th- th- here's the thing, right? Like. In order to grow a hundred million dollar business, like we have to help a lot of people, mm-hmm. we have to reach a lot of people, and that's the that works your mind, right? It's we've got to change ourselves differently. 
the truth is like I want to put those guys out of business who take advantage of people mm-hmm. and I cannot do that until we can't do that until we're reaching more people mm-hmm. so so anyway um, it was interesting because this is something that we had talked about a lot is like should should we lighten up on, on this side of the business um, it's something that kind of has started to naturally happen over time with me doing less and and Kel moving on um, but then after going to the meeting and then having some personal experiences like it just became so clear mm-hmm. that yeah like it, if we truly want to help people to the degree that we want to help them we really need to focus in that's another huge thing focus right like if you guys are doing too many things like I encourage you to really focus in um, on, on the thing that's going to get you the most the biggest result and be able to help the most people um, and, and yourself and your family so Woo! I feel light. It feels so good. That feels good. Anyway, do you, anything else? Did I leave anything out? I think you're amazing. Oh, I think you're amazing. Seriously, <laughs> like, I know a lot of times, like, I'm the face, and I, like, none of this could happen without Tara. Um, she, man, has been there from the beginning, and I'm going to get emotional again, but, um, yeah. Okay. I, anyway, be very grateful for those people around you who, who are supporting you. Um, they're, can't do anything without them. So, anyway. All right, guys. Well, we think you're amazing. We love you all. And we appreciate your support um, and throughout the last three, over three and a half years. And as we continue to change and adapt, um, just like you guys are changing and adapting, we're always changing and adapting and trying to grow. Yep. Um, and uh, we're excited for the future holds. We're excited. And things will pretty much still look the same for everybody else. Yeah. It's really just changed for us. And so, it's exciting. Yeah. It's good stuff. So, all right, guys. Well... Um, with that, get out there, take action, um, change where you need to change, even if it's uncomfortable, recognize mm-hmm. what belief patterns do you currently have that are no longer serving you that you need to change because what got you to where you are right now won't get you to where you want to go. Yep. So I think a train's coming, so we better wrap I know it up. that note. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Bye. We'll, we'll talk to you later. Bye. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.